Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Mega Man 3. Mega Man 3 was released in Japan in September of 1990, in North America in November of 1990. Right on the tail, huh? Not much longer at all. But, as always, the poor souls in Europe and Australia did not get this game until June of 92. Wow, 92? Yeah, they had to wait almost six months or so? That's ridiculous. Well, wait, no, this came out in 1990, right? So. Oh, yeah. So yeah, a year and a half. That sucks. Sorry, guys. I don't know what was going on at this time in the world of Nintendo and why they took so long to localize <laughs> or publish these games in Europe. I mean, Australia is at least closer to Japan. Come on, guys. For real. Now, this game was developed and published by Capcom, of course. And this was also developed like the first and second one by Kaije Inafune. He's the the man. Yeah, he was rocking it hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Pun intended. (laughs) Oh. Now, uh, he has noted that he had to take over directing duties or the lead duties on this, I think, towards the end when he wasn't uh, really expecting to. Uh, Okay. And I think the game was shipped, um, finished, a little quicker than he would have liked as well. It was pushed out the door. Oh, oh, I I can see that. I mean, because Mega Man 2 is a pretty big hit, right? So they want to capitalize on that. Indeed, and therefore he has expressed some concerns about this game. Not that it's bad, but he thinks it could have always been a little better than it was. I can see that. I can too, but regardless, this game has sold over 1 million copies to date. Nice. Well, Nick, what kind of game would you say Mega Man 3 is? Well, uh, much like Mega Man 2, it is a 2D side-scrolling action platformer. Yes, it is. Mega Man 3 picks up pretty much where Mega Man 2 left off. Yeah, it's a a direct sequel, so that's kind of nice. And many of the uh, abilities and powers that you exhibited as just the basic Mega Man are the exact same. Yeah, it carries over a lot. Uh, There are some uh, modifications and additions. Well, the things that do carry over, though, are the jump. It's pretty much identical. Yeah, and it's a great jump. One of the best. Yeah, it is a Mario-style jump, as we call it, where the longer you hold the button, the higher your jump arc is. And and you can steer yourself in air. Yeah, you do have a lot of play. It gives you much more control than you would have in many games. Also returning is uh, Mega Man's Mega Buster, his standard arm cannon. Yeah, yeah, or pea shooter, as some people call it. And... Just like the second one, you shoot out a burst of uh, three at a time at most until they exit the screen. Now, the biggest addition to Mega Man's moveset is his ability to slide. Yeah, this is the the real big uh, advancement, so to speak, because it, uh, it really helps a lot. And I mean, at some points I kept forgetting I had it because it's been a while, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's really fast and uh, pretty uh, easy to use. And for me, this is the game that I first remember having the slide in. I don't know if there were other NES games that had them, but this one was just done so well that it was it. Yeah, yeah. And then also, you know, instead of your devices or items, you get, uh, this is the intro of Rush, your robot dog. Yes, that was my next note too. Uh, And this dog, Rush, you 
can get him in three different forms, just like the three different items of the last game. Yes, but you do start with one of them, the rush coil uh, at the beginning. And the rush coil allows you to jump higher. It's a spring that's built into his back. Yeah, dog, you know, he appears kind of like you do, comes down from the top of the screen, teleports in, whatever, and then you have a... You have a little while, he'll disappear eventually if you don't use him, but you just hop on his back and then you get a, a super high jump. But that does use uh, energy just as any of the items in 2 would or any of your special weapons do. Right, although the uh, one big difference too between this and the items in Mega Man 2 is that you can shoot while you have them out, whereas in you know Mega Man 2 you were just stuck. You know, and indeed there are parts later on where you will have to because <laughs> you'll be using... The second and my most favorite of the versions of Rush, the Rush Jet. Yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a little overpowered in my book. Yeah, in a way, because much like, you know, you hop on it like the jet sled, but you can now steer yourself. You can fly up, down, left, you know, any direction. Anywhere you'd like on the screen, you can now get to it. So not too shabby. And while your uh, ammo for it decreases while you're on the sled, you can jump while you're flying and it won't decrease while you're jumping in the air so you can reduce the amount of energy you use for uh, quite a bit oh okay and last but least is the rush marine yeah i mean it's uh, a submarine it is and it's useful like twice maybe yeah i mean there's only a, a few areas with water sections in the stages so i mean it's it helps a lot there and uh oddly enough the rush uh, marine sub can also jump yeah, that's weird where you can, you're stuck in place if you use it on the land and then you can kind of hop your way around. Yeah, and you kind of have to, though, to get out of the water. That's why that feature is, I think, built in. Oh, right, yeah. Now, the things that return are pretty much staples of the Mega Man series. You have your energy pellets. And do those energy pellets have some sort of, like, official name? I, I think they're just called energy pellets in the in the manual. Okay, well, there are small ones and there are large ones. Uh, they refill either a small or large portion of your health. Sure, you get your energy capsules or... Yeah, they refill your special weapon and it's the same. Small ones a little bit, large ones more. Yep, exact same graphics. Indeed. Uh, there's also the one-up. It returns your mm -hmm. Mega Man head. Yeah, and you get the, uh, the your energy tanks. The classic E-Tanks, and the E-Tanks work the same way. Uh, you can select them from your pause menu and refill your entire health bar with one E-Tank. But there is one new item in this game. What, the, the mystery item box? Yes, and it only appears in Mega Man 3. Okay, I knew this was the first time, but I, I didn't know. I, man, it's been a long time since I've played beyond this one. So, Well, uh, what it is is a barrel with a question mark on it. And once you shoot it, it then reveals the item inside. Is that random like normally or? I have no clue. Me either. <laughs> but uh, I do know that this mechanic was replaced by that um, little guy that yeah. walks out and throws flip, to you. Yeah, the, the flip, flip top head. guy. Yeah. yeah, okay. So that's why it's only in this one they figure out a way cuter way to get you your random item right right in future installments yeah yeah and uh also returning is the password feature yeah from Mega Man 2 um now i think you, you have red and blue dots getting a little more intense yeah and one uh quick little cheat that can help uh i didn't know about this till i'd beaten the game but if you put uh you start the game when you go to password and if you just put a red dot in a6 you'll start with nine energy tanks oh i like that and then you can just play through you know your Whatever, it's easy now. Yeah, I, I definitely will try that out next time I go through. <laughs> um, but, you know, the real reason we're here 
and the reason anyone plays a Mega Man game. It's it's for the special weapons. Yeah. And these weapons are the ones that you earn by beating the various bosses of each stage. Yeah, and there's still eight bosses, just like Mega Man 2, the standard now. Yep, and I think we should uh, go through them one by one. Sounds good. We already mentioned the Mega Buster, so it's the same. It's your standard starting, and it's a what, P? Yeah, it just says P. That's why I always called it the P Shooter. Yeah, under your pause menu, it's the P when you want to reselect your um, weapon. Now, that is the funny part about the pause menu in this game. There's no unpause. You pause, yeah. and then you have to select a gun to unpause. Right. It's, yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, um, you know, first up for me is the Spark Shock. Yeah, Spark Shock. So it's pretty decent. Uh, I didn't use it a whole lot against enemies, but it, it, like, paralyzes them. Oh, okay. I never use it against any enemies, just bosses. But it is a large uh, spark. Yeah, yeah. It's... You have a kind of a pink, or I don't even know if pink's the right word. What color would you say that is, where it's like... A few uh, bright uh, pastelish pink orangey whatever whatever i'm just gonna let you keep going i got no words here (laughs) but the spark is a large sprite and it's a little slower moving than your pea shooter yeah um i experimented with it some like the guys that you know throw those like bolo things around their heads like if you shoot those the whatever the hammers or whatever they're throwing it'll stop them in air and freeze them but you can only have like two enemies frozen at a time mm. and then you just can't shoot. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem very worthwhile. Yeah, I uh, I didn't use it very much at all. Up next is the magnet missile, possibly the coolest looking of all the uh, various weapons you get. Sure. And uh, also, I think the coolest, eh, maybe tied, one of the coolest looking bosses in this game. True. Now, normally I'd say, you know, where you got each one. But in this game, there is zero naming conventions that don't match the boss right the boss's name is the name of the weapon it's like magnet man magnet missile correct so the magnet missile is uh a homing missile that is awesome because it looks like a little magnet on the front of it yeah like the classic red and white u-shaped magnets yeah acme you know brand magnet and it's pretty useful because of the fact that it is a homing device. So therefore, on levels where you're stuck with a lot of flying creatures or you're going to be making a lot of jumps in the air stage, yeah, it's yeah. pretty handy. Sure, sure. Uh, after that, there is the hard knuckle. Yeah, this is not a very... I didn't use this much unless I was fighting bosses or breaking walls. Uh, agreed. It is slightly useful for a couple mini bosses. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, it shoots out a little fist... Kind of, the blue fist, and it, it kind of hovers for a second and gets moving, so it's slow, it's, it's hard to aim. It looks like a classic uh, goofy boxing glove, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it is very slow. So that's the hardest part of it is, you know, the timing of it is just always a little off. Yeah, and a lot of the bosses that I was supposed to use it on ended up doing using other things because I was like, I it's just too hard to hit them. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a weapon that does almost as much damage, but you can fire it three times as fast, then... Yeah. It, it it evens out or becomes better. Yeah. Numbers don't lie. They don't. But the numbers about the top spin are not much better. No, this is a very weird weapon. Like it makes a kind of a, a spin force field thing. Like when you only use it in the air and then it makes yeah. these little lines appear on your right and left while you're jumping and you can hit things in the air. 
it is very hard to hit people with this uh, weapon. Yeah, I like I said, I only use this for a couple guys, enemies, bosses specifically, because it has a weirdness. Like, I don't know if you just hold down the button while you jump, and then if you run into something, it'll appear, or or you just have to keep rapid firing. I don't, uh, I don't really know because there are times where I've been in the air. And there'll be one enemy and I'm like, ah, screw it. And then it would drain my whole meter. Like, I think it was an enemy that it couldn't hurt and it kept like triggering. Right. I'm not sure. There's something weird going on there. Yeah. I never use it outside of the bosses and I just hold the button down whenever I'm going through them. So. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. I, yeah. That, that is my technique. Now I do have a better technique for the next and my favorite weapon of the game. The Shadow Blades. The Shadow Blade is awesome. It is well, it's the metal blade of Mega Man 3. Yeah, um, but not quite as good. So I like it. It's a little more balanced. Like it doesn't like invalidate all the other weapons in the game as soon as you get it, even no. though I did use it the most. Now, it is uh, a pair of throwing stars that are kind of boomerangish. You throw it out and it comes back to you. Yeah, it's kind of like the windmill star in Ninja Gaiden, but it won't, you know, you can't jump it. It'll just come right back to you and disappear. Yeah, and it only goes about, what you say, Half the screen? Yeah, that sounds about right. So it's not, you know, going uh, all the way out, destroying everything like the Metal Blade would, but it does go in eight directions just like it. But you can't shoot it downward. Oh. That's the downside is it, it only shoots like forward, left, up, and then the upward diagonals. Okay. But then again, there's not a lot of reasons you need to shoot downward in this game. There are only a few times where I was like, man, if I had that, this would be easy, but you usually have other weapons, so... And uh, also, like the Metal Blade, this, when you use it, it does not use up a lot of its ammo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the cheapest weapon in, in the game. I'm not sure how cheap the next one is because, again, boss use only. And that's the Gemini shot. Yeah, I only use it at bosses too, but it's it's a blue laser that bounces off walls. It's a real cool-looking big thick laser beam. Yeah, I, I wish it was better, but I but couldn't. It's a little slow, and you can only fire one and then it bounces off the walls, and you're not firing again until that has either hit a target or dissipated. Yeah, and sometimes that can take a while, so it's it's pretty unsettling when you're fighting a boss and you're like, just just disappear or hit him, like, I, I need to do something. Right, especially because in the boss rooms, the ceilings are very high, so therefore, it can bounce around the top a lot longer than you would ever want. Now, a bit more useful is the needle cannon. This is a good one. Uh, it has... It just shoots needle, a pretty big needle out. Yeah, uh, a big old needle. I think you get three on screen, but it has a rapid fire, right? You can hold yeah. down the button and just blast away. And it's really strong. It's strong against a lot of the creatures and almost all of the bosses. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. Um, there are some enemies it'll bounce off, right? Like yes. it doesn't affect all the robots, but it's still still really good. And then uh, last and uh, kind of not least is <laughs> the search snake. Yeah, the search snake is. You, well, it's the worst named of all of them. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, you, you flop out a little snake that crawls along the ground. Uh, two snakes at a, a time. Oh, okay. Two snakes. Wait, but... you can get out two snakes at a time. You hit the button, one snake comes out. Right, but, right. You know, you hit it again, his buddy joins him, and they'll race across the floor or climb a wall. Yeah, it's kind of like the bubble lead, but it goes up walls but and snake. stuff. And yeah, it's it's all right. It's It kind of sucks when enemies are weak against it, like bosses, because it... It There's only no hits range. the floor. You have to jump and flop it on them, kind of. Yeah, you really have to be right up on them and just, you know, bust it out. So that's it for all of the items. Uh, it's a pretty diverse list, but, you know, I hate to keep making comparisons. It's just not the exciting moveset that you got in uh, number two. I agree, man. Uh, 
you have some neat powers, but they don't always seem to work out as well in the levels as the ones in Mega Man 2 did. You know, like the Spark Shock. Well, I was like intrigued by that, but it was really hard to find useful you know, times to use yeah. it. Yeah, so many of these are just there to fight the boss. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with Mega Man 3? Well, uh, I remember when this came out because I was... You know, I was a big fan of Mega Man 2, so I was real excited for it. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if it was the weekend it came out, but pretty soon thereafter, I was able to rent it and then beat it. So, I oh, liked wow. it a lot, but I didn't, you know, I just kind of beat it and put it away. So, I haven't played it all that much since then. Yeah, I mean, here, I know I rented it, and I can remember kids having it in the neighborhood. But from playing it even this time, it's very clear to me that I did not beat this game. Uh, I know I got far into it because of the twist after the first eight bosses. Right. But, um, yeah, apparently I did not beat this when I was a child. And, uh, of course, I never owned it. So, therefore, I did not have that long-term play. Yeah, I, I didn't own it either, but I do now. So, oh. life goals, check that one off. Excellent. And as for your more recent experience, Nick, how much did you play this game in the past week or so? Uh, I was able to beat this game in two sessions of about two hours apiece. So, I just oh, sat really? down and, you know, I beat the first eight bosses in one sitting and then mm -hmm. you know took a break and then came back and was like i'm powering through well as for me uh i did my standard hour or so a night mm -hmm. uh you know working my way through i really wanted to uh try out my theory from Mega Man 2 on building that password right and i did you know i really worked it up there but uh the problem is is that plan falls apart a little bit in this one because there's so much to do after right. your initial stages um but uh, I got very far. I got into the Wily stages, but I found some of those uh, stages and bosses to be very brutal. Some, yeah, some of them are. Uh, and uh, I feel like a lot of the, you know, energy tanks are pretty towards the end of the game. I, I didn't, I don't remember getting a whole lot in the first eight boss levels. I know, neither did I. And like, uh, I wondered if I was missing them or they were hidden. <laughs> like, I was like, am I doing something wrong? I don't think you were. But, you know, so I did beat the game, but I did uh, have to switch over to uh, the non-OG copy and uh, save state at the beginning of some levels to make oh. sure I could, I could uh, get through. Right on. So, Nick, being a prestige game for Capcom and, you know, a classic of the Nintendo era. Please, tell me all about this amazing instruction manual. Okay, uh, get ready to be disappointed. Uh, this manual is, well, it is full color, okay. which is pretty good for an NES one. It's only 18 pages. Mm -hmm. It has some really good artwork, but only about six pictures. Oh. Well, it does have pictures of all of the boss monster or boss robots. Drawn? Yeah, yeah, and they, and they look good. Like, they're high-quality, you know, artwork, but there's just barely any of it in there. Now, one thing we didn't mention in this episode, but we did mention last time, was that uh, I think at this point, all of the bosses in the Mega Man series are designs sent in by fans. Oh, is this where it really kicked up with that? I knew they always had the contest, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't sure who came from what, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many of these were actually you know, drawn by fans, but I do know that there was a contest for this one as well. Right on. Well, um... It doesn't really have much. It explains the, you know, very 
the controls, which are pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you get a little bit of story here. Um, so apparently in this story, uh, Dr. Wiley has reformed and is helping Dr. Light on a mysterious something, I don't know, peacekeeping project. Right. So sort of new robot. And then you need to get back some kind of energy crystals from the mining worlds. Mm Mm-hmm. And there you go. I don't know what what was really going on. They're just like, go out and get them. Like, okay. But Dr. Wiley knew where they were. So that was the your, your hint. Oh, well, I'm glad he can be so helpful. Yeah. And that's about it. Uh, you, you know, you see the boss drawings. There's a little tip section at the end. That's uh, it does. But I, I had one interesting thing where it says, if you're falling, hold up left or up right. And you might be able to save yourself. I don't know what that means. Did, did you try that or does no. that do anything? I, well, I only, I, this is the first I'm hearing of it. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, what the hell? Like, does that mean you, can, you can't grab edges or anything? I don't know what they're getting at. Huh. Now, was there a note section? There isn't, but there are two straight up blank pages at the end. And, okay. <laughs> um, so it's inferred. Yeah, I guess. And there does have uh, two black and white ads for uh, Rescue Rangers and Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. So I, I do like Rescue Rangers. In keeping with the weird uh, Mega Man 3 ad from UN Squadron a couple weeks ago. So uh, Kip comes, you know, laying down the ads. Uh, one thing I would like to point out is that uh, this Mega Man is the first one where the cover does not totally suck. The uh, cover of the box or maybe also the instruction manual. Right. I mean, it's pretty faithful. I mean, It actually have... looks like Mega Man this time. Yeah. His face is weird looking, but you have... You uh... know what? But at least he's wearing the right helmet and has a gun arm. It's true. Uh, and Sparkman is there as well, also faithful, because he looks like the spark plug. Like, it looks just like the Sprite. You know, it only took uh, three Mega Mans, but we finally actually get the actual <laughs> Mega Man on the cover. Well, Nick, here we are in the general chat portion of our podcast. And uh, let me start by saying, when did this game get so hard? I Man, some of it has, it has some really difficult parts that I... You know, when I beat it, I took a weird route and didn't get the rush jet till the very end that I could have just easily skipped past. But, I mean, I'm not sure exactly why this game in some places does feel harder than Mega Man 2. I don't know it as well, so I'm sure that's part of it. But I really noticed the spike when you fight, when you go back to fight the bosses after they've been destroyed. Yeah, well, you know, I think that after the first eight, you know, those levels there, that's when these jumps are introduced that are really tricky you you have to be right on the edge of the pixel to get where you need to go yeah i guess some of them i mean i and there's just uh you know a lot of enemies that come in they'll knock you off things there's just a lot of cheap deaths i feel like that weren't there in the second one and there are certain areas that uh like um i think it's in one of the repeat levels later on where you need the rush jet like there's literally no way to do it if you don't have it and if, what if you're out of energy you just yeah. screwed. You have to run off the cliff until you can get more. Like, and there's a part where I think you have to have the rush coil charged as well. When I figure, if you don't have that, you're out of luck. Also, there are a couple. So I was like, man, you guys really could at least put some weak monsters for me to farm if I if I really need it. And the other thing is that they added so much to this game. Uh, you know, four more levels between the original eight and the Wily levels. A new chunk of bosses more mini bosses through the Wily levels. I mean, this game really ramped it up all over. So why isn't it my favorite? I don't I don't know. Well, another thing that it um did not ramp up is the frequency of your continue points like respawn. You know, and the, like yeah. I remember I would be die and I'd be like, "Wait, I have to go all the way back. Like I made some progress here." And especially in the, you know, the repeat levels, the later ones, like the levels aren't that long, so you're, you're only getting one of those. Yeah, you're starting from the beginning every time. 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, or very close. If you beat one of the, you know, the repeat bosses, mm-hmm. can you you respawn after the first one you beat, right? But that's the only point that you can, yeah, continue from. Yeah, it sucks. Here's the thing: this game is not bad at all. I still really like it. I don't want to sound negative. It just kind of lacks a little bit of the polish and charm that two has for me. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. Uh, I know there's kind of a debate between the Mega Man 2 fans and the Mega Man 3s. And, I mean, I can see why someone would like it better than 2. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I still think I, I give it to 2. Right. Well, I do like a lot of the new enemies that are, are you know, introduced in this one. There's some really cool sprites. I like uh, the sliding. It's done near perfect. The slide is awesome. I still hate the hard hat guy. He's still, <laughs> he's around. I mean, God, that... That guy sucks. <laughs> but uh, Rush has a lot more personality than the items did. And uh, the jet is just so much more useful. There's a lot more you can do with it. So there are parts that I, I really do like. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, and one thing about, you know, we talked about the tough jumps and stuff. I, it's especially, you know, since I didn't get it till halfway through the game, I leaned on the Rush jet a lot at the end to just skip parts that I didn't feel like dealing with. As soon as I had that Rush jet, I am skipping over it any teleporting blocks, any area that just looks like no fun. But even with all those things, you know, this game is beloved for a very good reason. And like you were talking about earlier, the hype train for this was just huge. I can vividly remember the cover of uh, Nintendo Power 20. Oh, yeah? I'm sure you will as soon as I start to repeat it, where it's Mega Man and Rush kind of like smiling into the the cover. And in the distance, you see Wily's castle there. Yep, yep, yep. If memory serves me correct, that is also the issue that has the Bart vs. the Space Mutants pull-out poster. <laughs> Lucky everyone. Yeah. And uh, one other thing to note is that, that this storyline does appear in the Archie Comics Mega Man comic book. Really? Apparently, it went through the storylines of one, two, three. I don't know how far it went on. So, yeah, these appear somewhere in the uh, 40s. Okay. Which So, apparently, they had at least, you know, five or six years of this comic. Wow, and I so and it's apparently faithful to the games, like to a degree. I'm I'm wondering if anyone out there has read these. Let us know. Should I should I find and read? <laughs> I'm the kind of Archie Mega Man comics. Yeah. All right, Nick. I think it's time to take this game level by level. Let's do it. Now, one of the things that always is a challenge in a Mega Man game is the order in which you choose the levels. Yeah, it's very important, and you know, there's a lot of strategy into figuring out which one to do first. Now, you said that you did not uh, maybe have the best strategy when you went through it. No. I, I myself started with Snake Man, because I find his uh, patterns pretty easy, and he's yeah. weak against the pea shooter. Sure, sure, it's, he's not bad. Um, Who did you start with, Nick? I started with Top Man. Uh, I... I don't know why. Uh, maybe it was in that Nintendo Power, and that was like, start here. Like, I feel like, you know, again, with the Airman, I was like, I don't know why, you know, <laughs> I don't know why I started here. It, but it's really easy, and he's a really easy boss. So I, I got that, and you can get the, the Shadow Blade quick after that. All right. Well, in the Top Man stage, let's go there. What is the theme of this level? Uh, I don't know. And the word that always comes to my mind is topiary, because it's like all these plants that are behind glass. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a greenhouse. Yeah. Kind of you know, vibe going on. No clue what tops have to do. You do get introduced if this is your first level to the weird enemy that's like two nuts that screw together or a uh-huh. nut and a bolt that screw together. Yeah, yeah. They, they assemble and they're invincible until they are complete. Yes. And then once they are complete, then they come at you. Before that, they're just there. Right. You know, you also get that weird enemy that 
is a top man that's not top man. Yeah, it's kind of like the the fat air dudes. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah, which I like that design uh, or that idea of making like mini, mini men of the boss, but these guys are easy. Yeah, they are. Uh, a little harder is the uh, bulldozer version of the hard hat guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not too much harder. I, I actually find it easier than the normal hard hat guy because you could always hit the head. Yeah, you just jump and, and fire away. But one thing I do hate in this level is the cat. Yeah, the robo cats. You know, it's kind of like a, what was it from the second one? What, the dogs? The, the hot dogs. dogs? Yeah. That's why we should call these cool cats. Well, that's horrible. But more importantly, I hate cats. And <laughs> oh. these cats are just the worst. Because they are harder to get through than those dogs. And they shoot bouncing balls of yarn. Yeah, it's so lame. And, <laughs> and it's like they're a robot, uh, like a Bengal cat. Like, I don't get it. I don't it, like it. Yeah. They look like a Garfield or Heathcliff kind yeah, of. Yeah, they're fat too. Like you wouldn't make a fat <laughs> robot cat. That's just wrong. I love one of the things that I love about this boss is watching my girl or not boss, I'm sorry, those robot cats is watching my girlfriend try to beat them because she's never gotten past the first one in this level. Once you know, a couple times I was like, "Play play Mega Man 3, it's not that bad." It is a weird jump to get around that ball. It is, but I mean, it's like, it has a pattern to yeah. where it's going to land. So it's more just about like staying out of its way and timing, but it's just a, it's a funny, I love you. Now, now towards the end of the level, there is a little hard part where there's these spinning tops that you have to jump on. Yeah. They're not too horrible because no. you just, you kind of, they kind of move you left and right, but they won't fling you off. No, you just have to be patient. Uh, but right after them is the top man. Yeah. The lamest boss I've seen in a Mega Man yet. And why do you say that, Nick? Well, he has a top for a head, which yep. is weird, and nobody understands why you would choose Top Man. Why would you want a robot with a top weapon? Uh-huh. And, you know, he does shoot some at him, but he also has roller skates, and he spins around and comes at you, and it just sucks. So you just use a pea shooter here. Yeah, you can just kind of shoot, and, you know, his three tops will come at your location, so as soon as they start moving, slide, jump over him when he comes at you. Yeah, apparently uh, the hard fist... Yeah, he's pretty that's, weak against that. That's his main weakness. Yeah, and I used that when I fought him the second time. Spoilers. All right, you defeat Top Man, and you are given the mighty Top Spin. A very weird weapon. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, not sure why you make sure you have this first. I guess it's to go fight Shadow Man? Yeah, that was, I guess, the logic behind it is that um, Shadow Man's weak against it. So. All right. Well, Shadow Man, he's got a pretty cool stage. It uh, is full of lava. Yeah, and uh, I think it's cool that, you know, you have all this lava, but it's all in the background. You, it's never actually something that you have to dodge or get hit by. Or uh, traverse over top of. You know, oh, so yeah. that's, that's nice. Now, as far as uh, enemies in this level, you've got some of those hoppy guys. Not the not the little bunny ones, just other hoppy little creatures. Mm -hmm. You've got those weird eyeballs. But the suction cup that, feet yeah. things? Yeah. I really like them, though. That, that, that design, I don't know, some, something about that sticks with me. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And then uh, the light bulbs in the stage, because there are parts that go dark. Yes. While there, there's the weird, yeah, the light bulb things turn it dark. You can kind of see starry's things. And, mm -hmm. and while that happens, um, you know, you can't see the train and these little grenade robots come running at you. But there are no places to fall, again. So you're not worried about falling into a pit in the darkness. It's just about... Uh, getting hit by one of those grenade dudes. Yeah, and those guys are jerks too because they'll run past you and turn around and come back and you, they, they can traverse all the terrain so you're not safe when you might think you are. No, and I love the part at the very end when you fall in the darkness 
because it looks really goofy. Like you're going to fall, but what happens is the screen goes up. But oh, since okay. it's dark, it just looks like you're hovering in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know. It, it Something about it just is so goofy that I love it. Gotcha. Uh, the other thing that you encounter in this level that I hate is the little parachutey heads. Yeah, I don't know what those are. I don't either, but man, they're, they're a pain because of their erratic movement. I've found that normally I will, by edging forward to the edge of all these platforms, I mean, the worst part about them is that there's a bunch of pits where they appear, so they can knock you into them. Yes. But you can uh, release a lot of them ahead of time by doing a little like half jump forward and back, and mm-hmm. you'll get one to spawn, and it'll just float down way in front of you where okay. it can't hit you. So that's what I did. Now, what about the dragonflies? There's not much you can do. You just have to shoot them when they come down to your level. Well, they come down to your level, but they don't come down to your gun level. They come down to your head level. Yeah, there's a, it's a weird... If you were in the air, like I, I would try to jump and fake them out so they'll come you know, That's, cross back over above me. That is your best bet because they you know, don't really drop much useful. And if you're going to try to shoot them, there's a better chance you're going to get hit. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you make it right through those uh, dragonflies, you're there. You are at Shadow Man. Shadow Man. He's a... He's pretty awesome. Uh, either him or Magnet Man are my favorites. He's he's a ninja dude. He's got a ninja star on his forehead, so you can tell what you're getting into. Yeah, he throws out um, a larger version of the very blade you get from him. Yep. But uh, I don't know. He's one of these bosses that if you use the correct thing against the top spin, he's taken out real quick. Yeah, it only takes like four hits. I just, I mean, I took some damage, but it's like get in the middle, keep jumping and hitting away with your top spin. And as he runs into you, it's over. Yeah, pretty much. Now you do collect from him that awesome shadow blade and the rush Marine. Yeah. So does that mean you go like to a water level next? What do you do next? No, uh, believe me. I just, <laughs> uh, I just did it to get the shadow blade. And okay. um, uh, while the, my normal order was pretty poor, so but I mean, if you want to stick with that, um, I do because I'm I'm really curious and it's funny. <laughs> so I went to Sparkman next. Sparkman, huh? Yeah, I believe he is weak against the Shadow Blade, and that's why I did it. All right, starting out with Sparkman. Now I really like Sparkman's level. Yes, it has. I think my favorite music in the game as yeah. well, and it's got just a really cool like a uh, kind of factory technology theme going on yeah yeah lots of electro stuff in the background yeah a lot of cool uh conveyor belts and stuff like that i just i really like the backgrounds they're super cool now uh what i don't like is some of these areas where you've got to deal with the what are those guys I, the dudes that throw the the little bolo men yeah whatever those dudes they're a pain in the butt uh even if you have the shadow blade it's still because you can tough. only hit the guys when they are throwing their ball and chain. Yes. When they're spinning it over their head, they're invincible. Yep. And and that thing will block all your shots as well. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's not, it is a little hard, but it's also just really annoying to see your bullets ping off. Oh, yeah. I would try to get underneath them to where I can shoot up at an angle with the shadow blade, if at all possible, so I'm not at risk. But a lot of times I'm just like, I'm going to slide into them and just run through because whatever, I don't care. I hate you. And, you know, you make your way up through this level, getting to the highest point, and then you jump. Yeah, a big drop. And, uh, you know, if you played the last one, you may think that I'm going to have to be dodging some spikes or maybe some laser beams. Yeah, yeah. But you're wrong. Nope, there's nothing here. Just a peaceful fall. Very, very peaceful. So towards the end of the level, you're dealing with more uh, physical hazards, not enemies. Things try to crush you. 
You yeah. know, those like destroyable trash blocks fall down. They can be kind of a pain because you have to like destroy it, slide, and then get through it. If you you're know? real quick and you're running and just you can slide from the very beginning of the area and just slide under all of them. Before, oh, okay. before they even hit the ground. So you okay. never have to fight them or break them. Gotcha. I know that, I, I guess maybe not in this level, but later where it's like there's pits on either side of them, you know, where you have to jump. Yeah. And it's like, that's when you're really, it's it's tight. You got to like destroy them, jump, slide, jump. Like, but yeah. you can do it. You can do it. You can. Uh, you fight a couple more bolts and nuts. And while you are fighting these bolts and nuts, there are platforms that look like barrels with arrows up on them. Yeah, they're like red. Mm-hmm. When you jump on them, they take you up. Yeah, and they're unfortunately the ceiling is lined with spikes, so oh, yeah. it's, it's bad news. <laughs> now most of them are pretty slow. Yeah, they're not too bad, but this is one of the first areas that you know I I did die quite a few times here, um, just getting it down just right. And uh, I was in retrospect, I if I would have went to Needleland first and got the rush jet, I could have just zoomed through here with no problem. No problem. And I think it's that very first one or the second one that is about four times faster than all of the other. <laughs> so watch out because that one will rocket you to the top. Well, and the trick is like half of them, it's like, just don't jump. You can just walk off them and you'll be far enough up to land on the next one. Because if you jump, you'll hit the spikes. It's, it, it works against your instincts in a way. It does. And then you will find yourself in the hallway, ready to face down Sparkman. Sparkman himself. He's a uh, super cool looking. Yeah, he looks like a spark plug with two uh, electrode arm emitter things. Well, they're like uh, probes. Yeah, okay. They're, they're like an electric probe, like you would use to test things. I would, yeah. That's what I'm getting from it. I got you, yeah. And uh, just everything about him is cool, you know, the way he looks at least. Now, he shoots out almost identically the same spark thing that you have when you defeat him. Yeah, he does do a big one too, where he like mm-hmm. puts them b- both his probe hands together and like powers up a bit but i was able to kill him pretty quick with the shadow blade yeah you hit that shadow blade as hard as you can and it will just tear through him did uh did you have that when you fought him as well yes i did yeah it's and because he's got a little hill in the middle of his room Mm -hmm. so while he's moving around it's like man you can just get right in the front hit that diagonal up and just Uh, my order was entirely based on finding a chart that showed the weakness of every character okay um a big shout out to Furious Paul and his website because it is a very nice treasure trove of what every single boss is weak against and sub boss. I mean, down to the hit point. Yeah, it's uh, it's an excellent resource for any cartridge commandos. Yeah, so I started with uh, Snake Man, as I said, mm-hmm. and then worked my way through the wheel of. I got you. I just wish I would have started my wheel somewhere else because I wanted that. I should have got that rush jet earlier. Yeah. Well, you didn't. But you did get that awesome spark shock. And you needed it because you're moving on to where, Nick? Um, I went to Magnet Man next. You went to Magnet Man's level. This is one of my favorite levels, just from the design side of things. Yeah, it has a lot of cool magnet-based enemies and hazards. Yeah, that's the thing. His enemies really line up with his uh, power set. A lot more. Yeah, like, like, right off the bat, you have these little like flying magnets that drop. Yeah, and they like will pull you up as you move. Yeah, they're not hard to avoid, but yeah. they are super cool looking. Yeah, we'll see them again too in mm-hmm. worse situations. Then there are the weird like helmets that shoot missiles at you. Yeah, those red things. I don't know exactly what they are, but they're again shadow blade was easy to take them down quick and hit. They they shoot those little blue homing missiles out of their head. Not too tough. No, and you can you can destroy those missiles as well. But 
right after that is for you a very exciting point because it's the first time you get to hear that faithful whistle. Oh yes. Because teleporting into the screen is everyone's favorite robot bad boy. That's right. It's Proto Man. Yeah. Or Break Man, right? Is they call him that in this sometimes. I guess. You know, when you go to I I don't know, I have a theory about that, but it, it seems kind of interchangeable the way they use Break Man and Proto Man in the very few cutscenes that you have at the end, you know? Right. And then in Japan he's called what? He's he's blues, right? Blues, that's what it was. Cuz rock and roll. Right, right. Got it. And you know, it's Proto Man. He is what he is. He is very similar to you, has an arm cannon. And when he fights, though, he never shoots on the ground level. No, he only shoots like he kind of, if he's close to you, he'll start doing his jump and shooting combo. And then once he gets, uh, I don't know, half a screen away, then he starts just running. Yeah. So uh, in this game, as long as you stay on the ground and don't jump, you can just keep shooting and then slide under him. Yeah. And this one, the floor is all flat, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, this one's probably the easiest battle with him because it's really easy to slide under when he jumps, get over to the other side and blast away. But he's not the boss of this level. Once yep. you've defeated him, he's gone, and you just keep moving through this uh, stage. You know, you fight a lot of the standard enemies you've seen before, these eye plungers. You can see some cool, like, generator-looking pieces in the part of the level. Yep, yep. But then when you get to the very bottom, you get to uh, what is most people's least favorite Mega Man theme. It's up there. And that is the disappearing blocks. Yes, the disappearing blocks. Now, these ones aren't too hateful because, you know, that first room of them, there's a lot of them, but they're, the floor's there. Yes. So that's not too bad. Second one, same thing. But it's when you start seeing those magnetic turbine generator things that pull you or push you, like mm-hmm. it really gets to be kind of a pain because you have to start like edging off to not be pulled off one of these blocks for the few seconds you're on it. Well, it turns out after watching a playthrough of this, that the last two of them can be done just by running. Like, if you run and jump, like, without ever stopping, you okay. will clear, and you do the timing right, you'll clear the second set of blocks. Like, you'll just jump from the first, the second one to the fourth one and then be done. Same with the second one. Okay. This took me a little while to get because, uh, once again, no rush jet. You could just skip the whole thing easily if you had that. But my stupidity prevented me from getting it. So don't do what I did. If you can get through it, though, you know, you have to go up this ladder there's a nice little refill zone. And then you come across one of my most hated enemies of all time. And what's that? It's this little top guy that shoots little pellets out of his head. Oh, right. Yeah. And I literally have no idea how to not get hit by this guy. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, because I'm trying to think where what it looks like, what room he's in. Well, you know, you climb up the ladder and at the very top of the ladder is a platform for you to jump on. And then there's another platform, and that's what he's on. Mm-hmm. And there's literally no way to get anywhere near him or it without getting hit by one of those pellets. Mm. I literally just just take a hit so I can get on there and start shooting him. Oh, right. Will they, like, arc down yep. at you? Oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah. Unless you can get them diagonally with the shadow blade. I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe well, you don't have the magnet man yet. So. Well, I don't have the, sh- the shadow blade yet. Oh, okay. So there you go. You know, that is one of the things that makes the Mega Man series so great. You have your own order. You have different weapons when you discover these different situations. Now, you make it through that situation, you're free and clear because you are now at Magnet Man. Yeah, Magnet Man. It's him and Shadow Man in my book for the coolest bosses in this game. Yeah, he looks awesome. Uh, He is Red Robot that has a magnet on his forehead, kind of like a samurai style. Yeah, yeah. Similar to Quick Man as well. Yeah, you know what? That's what it's like. 
<laughs> I bet this is a quick man design. Just, you know, modified a bit. Maybe. You came here because you have the Shadow Blade, is that correct? Uh, yeah, but he's also weak against the Spark, uh, the Electro Spark or whatever. Like, he's equally and very weak against both of them. Yeah, yeah, they're both very strong. I mean, uh, stronger than most things are against most enemies. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was mostly the Shadow Blade because you got diagonals a little easier. He jumps a lot. And you can spam it out a lot quicker. Yeah. You destroy him, and your spoils are the Magnet Missiles. Possibly... The second most useful of all the gained weapons. Yeah, it's good because, it, you know, it just shoots, you know, horizontally. And then once it crosses an enemy, it starts to move up or down, you know, it'll like ching and orient itself towards them. Now that you've gotten that power, Howard, did you orientate yourself? Uh, and next I went to Hardman. Hardman. The most unfortunately named <laughs> of all the well, Mega Man bosses. I, I wonder what his name is in Japan. You know, because he looks like, he almost looks like he is something, like a barrel or well, something. Well, he's a keg. He's a metal keg. Is that, I mean, what, what does that mean? Like, why? <laughs> why is he a metal keg? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's it's hard to say. It is. But I really do like his level. Yeah, it's, it's a, I, I kind of hate it because it has the bees. Okay, let me rephrase that. I really like the theme of his level. Yeah, he's like caverns, kind of cavish. Yeah, and uh, you get a little more color you know, some tones you haven't seen yet. That's true. True. Because you start out outside. Yeah. And then you work your way into the caves. And so, you know, that's one of those progression things I like a lot. Yeah, I agree. It's a good uh, good theme. And you're also going to get a lot of these new enemies in this level that are, you know, more mainstays to the series. Uh, those alligator things. Oh, the clamps or whatever. They yeah. They come up. up out of the ground and you have to slide across those. Yes. To avoid them. They're not uh, very hard. No, there are the bees you spoke of, and those are the standard Mega Man enemy of there's one big thing that comes, drops a thing, and lots of little things come out of it. Yeah, it's, you know, and it's a, a pattern of five bees with, you know, uh, like a square of bees with one in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, they're, I think they're a pain because I don't know, maybe with the right weapon you can blow that thing up before it hits the ground and spawns them. It's really hard to get all five bees. That's what I found. Yeah, and I, I you know... I can shadow blade through most of them, but almost two of them are almost always underneath the floor coming yeah. at me. So I'm like, you just got to move. No, the pattern that they explode into is, uh, you'd think because it's a set pattern would be easier to get through, but it's not compared to say the birds that dropped that crazy egg yeah. in the last one. Yeah. These guys are way worse. Speaking of worse, can we talk about the apes? Oh yeah. The apes are back. Yeah. And they're as annoying as ever. Yeah. And I feel like these apes actually look worse than the ones in Mega Man 2 sprite wise i think if you compare i don't understand why they wouldn't just maybe they just had to change it they just look weird to me hmm. well what is also weird is the amount of hits they take because it's a lot yeah they're strong i didn't find any particular weapon that worked really well against them so no and actually my uh chief strategy with them is that if i got past them i would just run right you can just keep sliding away slide slide away uh, now, towards the end of this level, you will do a bunch of sliding because you are going to go over a ton of those snap traps. Yep, yep. And then right after them, though, you get round two with everybody's favorite, Mr. Proto-Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, Mr. Proto-Man, he <laughs> is a little harder this time because there is a ridge in the middle. Right. So that makes sliding away from him a little harder. But if you just stay in the middle, like up on the top, that's what I did. And yeah. you can still, you know, cause he'll jump at some point when he's up there and you, and slide, you can under. slide under down. So it's pretty much the same theory. You just have to stay in the middle at the beginning 
Did you use any special weapons against him ever? I always just used my uh, pea shooter. Uh, as did I. But I swear I read somewhere that he does have a couple weaknesses. Yeah, I, mean, I he's not hard enough, I feel like, to warrant. No, you know? I would never waste it on him because you know he's just got such a simple pattern that you're never going to take more than a hit if you're really just on your game. Agreed. Now, directly after Proto Man is what I consider to be like an upgrade of the annoying mech creature from the last one, where this is a big red robot that jumps across the room, but it soaks up a billion hits. Yeah, it's really tough, and unlike previously, when you fought those mech dudes, you can just slide underneath them and run. I don't think I killed a single one of these. Uh, I kill one in one level just because once you get past it, you can turn around and shoot it a bunch. There's a lot of play, but like in this area, yeah, I slid under, get right into that door. Yeah, I was like, kiss my butt goodbye. Because through that door is one hard man. Yeah, he's kind of a tough boss, too, in certain ways. Um, uh, well, he's just not as quick as the other, like, I, okay, let me preface that. When I got here, I only had like three shots of my magnet missile left. Okay. I was really confused. Cause I, I don't remember this guy being very hard at all. Well, it's one of those deals where, you know, he jumps in the air and then slams uh-huh. down and shakes the screen. But so you have to jump when he's, but even if you jump, it still holds you there or, right. you know, but you can hit him while his head is stuck in the ground. Uh, cause at first, you know, I was just shooting the magnet missiles and I ran out, and then it became, well, I'm just going to stand right next to him, jump right before he lands, and then just, brrr, like, blast away. like. And it turned into this battle of attrition that I was able to win, but not with much life. Oh, well, I had a lot of magnet missiles, and I don't think I lost, you know, I would say, I lost maybe a quarter to half my health. Yeah, I mean, the only tricky part is he shoots his little fists out at your location, and they're easy enough to jump, but then they turn around and come back. And that's where I would get hit, you know, most of the time. Gotcha. But if you destroy the hard man, you get the hard knuckles, and you need them to defeat who? Well, you need them to defeat Top Man, but if you're me, um, I went to Snake Man next. Ah, Snake Man, my first stage. (laughs) Uh, Snake Man is, uh, is it my favorite stage? I don't know. It's up there. It's cool because it's very theme-y, you know? Oh, it is all robot snake themed all the time. Which... Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. I think they could have broke it up a little, but Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. I think it looks neat. Yeah, I mean, okay, I will agree with you. It is a little heavy on the green on green. Yeah, which, I mean, it's not even really a color thing for me, but I'm just like, you know, most of the other levels where I'm like, this is a electro factory. I'm like, well, this is just a big snake area? Well, (laughs) it's like when snakes mate and they make that giant ball of snakes. It's like you're going through that. Because right towards the beginning, you have to fight a giant snake head. Yeah, and, and there's two sizes of snake heads that you'll you'll deal with that come out of the level. Yeah, and, you know, those are also two different uh, levels of difficulty in dodging the weird, uh, you know, balls of energy they shoot at you. They yeah, shoot, yeah. What, three at a time? Yeah, something like, oh, yeah, the big ones? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty big, too. Yeah, so, you know, they're shot at the location you were at, so it's one of those things where you want to be jumping when it's firing yeah. so that they're shooting at the air when you hit the ground. I mean, you also, you know, the ground in front of them is wiggling up and down. Like, it can, yeah. it can mess with you. And but, what's cool is when you've killed them, it stops at wherever it was stopped. Yeah, yeah. Which so I, nice little touch. Yeah, it's like it died. I just used pea shooter for them. Yeah, same here. Okay. But uh, getting through the middle of this level, you come upon one of my other least favorite enemies, which are the plunger pole vaulters. Yeah, those guys, because they're like invincible at first, right? Like, yeah, you can't hit them until they, they vault. But the problem is, the little plunger that they're using to pull vault, they toss it aside, and that also hurts you. Yeah, and you can't really, it's not an easy way to slide under them. No, 
I found the best way to deal with them was to run up to them. And as soon as they start to vault, you have to take like one step back. Okay. And then you will not get hit by their pole and they will vault over you. Oh, okay. That's a lot easier said than done though, because in the heat of the battle, you know, getting that timing of your movement is, it's a very small window, but most of the time right. you're going to get hit by either them or that plunger. I can tell you how almost every one of my battles with them went was I was like, oh, here they come slide. Oh, and then he does his thing. I kill him with a vertical shadow blade and then his pole hits me every time. <laughs> yeah. That pole will get you every time. Well, after uh, you have to fight those dudes, it's a lot of verticality. You're climbing up a lot of ladders. And you have to fight those um, ball and chain guys. But they're always elevated in this area, so they're really easy. Yeah, that does take a lot of the sting out of them. Yeah. You get to the top of the level, and uh, you do have to contend with uh, some of those spiders that crawl on your... I don't know what you want to call them, if they're spiders. Some sort of creature that crawls up and down the ladder. Uh, Yeah, like that little yellow thing yeah little it looks like yeah like a car spider thing mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're, i kind of like those guys i do too and in this area they are not in your way ever you don't have to shoot up to get to them yeah so they're cool with me well and even if you do if you're like me and you have the shadow blade you can just cheese your way through now after that is uh you know you'd think you maybe gone to airman's level and, yeah and left the snake land because now you're uh, riding up these little platforms, like little helicopter platforms that pop out of tubes. Yeah, well, they have clouds. Like It reminds yeah. me a lot of the Lightning Lords, mm-hmm. the bottom half of them from the Airman stage. And the annoying part about this area is not those obstacles. It's the weird little clouds that are coming at you with, with little eyes. Yeah. Because if you shoot the cloud, you realize it's not a cloud. No. That's a bullet. Yeah, a kind of bullet bill looking little fella. Yeah, and then once the cloud is gone, it speeds up and shoots across the level. So really you need to try to hit them when they're not at your level. Right, or double blast or just ignore them. Yeah, in fact, at least half of these can be totally ignored because they are on a path that you will never be on. Right. I I mean, again, if you have a rush jet, you can probably just skip by most of this crap. You can skip through it super quick right into snake man's lair you know he has like the lamest pattern he just runs from one side of the room to the other shooting the snakes shooting snakes he looks all right i think i would like him better if for some reason he had a snake torso instead of legs well the thing that really gets me is that yeah one he has legs and two it's like his face is inside the snake's mouth yeah yeah i kind of like that and but it it is weird like you know where it's like kind of like serpentor yes but less cool yeah well yeah i don't know I don't know if I'd use the word cool to describe Serpentor, but... <laughs> yeah, that's more Globulus. Yeah, there you go. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I would like to see this guy look more like Globulus and less like Serpentor. There we go. Okay, I agree now. I accept. Now, uh, as far as defeating him, I only have the pea shooter when I'm attacking him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those two snakes he shoots out, just like you, he only can have two on the screen at a time. Pretty easy to jump over. And you can shoot them as they're coming out of his gun. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, if you can get them, you know, as they're coming down the wall or, you know, he's in the middle shooting them out, you can destroy them and you don't have to jump over them. Nice. Because I'm trying to, th- I think I just used Shadow Man because I did not have the needle when I got to him. Mm-hmm. He's a little weaker to it than the pea shooter. Okay. Like, it, it, it'll take you, like, 12 hits instead of 20-something. Fair so, enough. I mean, it, and it's way easier to aim, but not that you need the help that much against him. No, he doesn't jump high. He never goes anywhere. You can't hit him with that pea shooter. So, no. you know, whether this is your first level or your whatever number of Nick's on, 
he's not too rough. No, and you know, I, I agree this is not a bad place to start because he's that easy. Well, once you have that amazing snake weapon, then it's time to move on to... Well, I went to Gemini Man. Yeah, that's the man. Now, Gemini Man's level is really weird. Yeah, it is and very weird. I was just going to say, it kind of has a split personality. You could say that. But now I realize that kind of makes sense. <laughs> so for the first half of the level, it's uh, like an ice level. Yeah, it looks like it, but are, it's not even slidey, right? No. I mean, well, it's more like they're crystals in the background or whatever you're, you're climbing on. And I think what really reinforces that idea is the fact that you fight a penguin. Yeah, yep. Uh, besides that, there's like, uh, you know... A weird eyeball that drops stuff on you. Well, yeah, it drops those little, like, fire bombs that make little walls that come up. Mm. You know, uh, I can usually take them out before they shoot with the shadow blade. Okay. Well, that's good to have here then. And as you've made your way through what we call the, quote, ice area, you're going to find yourself blocked. There's a hatch you can't get through. Yes. And then, uh-oh, Proto Man, he's here again, ready to fight. Yes. But he's not. What? Now he just blows up that hatch and rolls off. What a guy. I know. Why would he do this? It's so confusing. Mysterious. And then this is where the, the level gets really weird. This is the other half of the level. I never understood this part. And it's like you're inside a body of some sort. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like these red and blue To me, blocks, they're cavern. like cells. Like, I think of, like, cells, and then inside that, there's little eggs blocking your way. Yeah. And when you shoot them, a little robo... I guess you could say ghost, but really it looks like a sperm yeah, yeah, comes or, out. Or a tadpole or something. So to me, it's like you're in this body. It's got tons of eggs. This is like a bio level. Yeah. yeah. No, I see. After beating this level, I was like, what, what does this have to do with anything? And I was like, maybe, okay, he's Gemini man. Maybe it's like a clone. And these are weird like egg, cl- robot egg cloning facility. And that's okay. why it's cold. Mm-hmm. I really reaching to put that together but whatever i'm i really like this level it's colorful and it's, it's pretty fun for the most part what do, you, what do you think about that giant penguin machine i don't know what that has to do with anything it's like a crank on top I, yeah it's got a weird crank going it shoots little penguins out of its cavernous belly but i love that sprite oh it looks good it's so good looking and like the animation on that crank on the top of it is great yeah it's like yeah i don't know i don't know exactly what it is and uh but it's, yeah, not too bad. But, you know, you get through uh, that weird cell area and, uh, well, you're not through it yet. You just get through some of it. And then, Nick, it finally pays off for you. This is where you get to use your Rush Marine. Yes. Although, arguably, you could just use the Rush Jet. You could, but the difference is, well, let's get to this. There is a large body of water that has jumps across the top of it. Yeah. Now, if you use the Rush Marine, though, you can shoot because it, it has its own shooting mechanism. Yeah. All of the giant fish things in the bottom. That's true. They come they, at you in the water. And they drop large items usually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And they, there's a floor so they don't fall through? Uh, only or you in gotta, two spots. Okay. Either to, there's two spots where it will catch it or you have to, you know, speed through it. But you're guaranteed, I think, you know, at least one big uh, energy ball. Right. And there's a, a one-up down there, right? Somewhere? Or did I just make that up? Uh, it's, it's, it's very possible. <laughs> Now, you make it through there. You do your awkward jump out of, you know, with the sub onto some land. Uh, and then you have to deal with one more of those giant red jumping robots. Uh, this is another one that you'll never kill. You're just going to slide under it and get yeah. straight into that door. Not worth your time. They often are guarding that last door yeah. to the boss. 
and here you are at Gemini Man himself or himselves. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. right at the beginning, he splits into two. Yeah, which it kind of explained, because I remember being, what the heck is a Gemini man? And then when I got there, I was like, okay. You know, at least, you know, when I was younger, now I knew. Right. And, um, you know, he's got, there's two of them, but they just both bounce around and shoot. There's a lot of jumping and running kind of in a circular pattern, and they shoot their bouncy lasers. Uh, I just used Snake Man on him. Um, and, you know, since they both run along the ground a lot, and the snake does too, it's pretty easy to hit them. Well, and when there's two of them in there, you can really just start throwing snakes out. And they're, then they're going to hit someone. Yeah. And like halfway through, one of them will disappear. That's right. right. And then you only have one. And actually, that's when it becomes a little harder because uh, you really have to be up on him with that snake gun. Yeah. In a way that's kind of annoying. You have to be much closer than you are comfortable. Right. Well, I think he moves faster than the snakes, kind of. If, yes. You know, so you, you got to be got to be ready. You know, but if you are ready and you can, you know, drop a couple big old snakes on him, they will bite him and take him out. And you will be rewarded with that Gemini laser. Yes. And Nick, now that you have that laser, where do you go? Well, there's only one place left. And it's the place where I probably should have started. Needle Man. Needle the Man. Well, you didn't. But at least you're treated to this really cool, like, future city. Yeah, it's a pretty... It's like green and yellow. You know, you're know, you walking along. You see some like buildings in the back. Later, there's like these weird net things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's all about. It kind of gave it like a, a ship appearance. Like I kind of feel like oh, I'm I on c- the ship because I can of see that, that at points, but it doesn't really look like it. So I don't know. Now, one of the things that is a uh, hallmark of Needleman's level is this super annoying robot. That, the hedgehog thing? or it's It's a hedgehog robot, I guess. And it shoots spikes out in many directions. Yes. Uh, during the time it's doing that, you can hit it, but you'll never hit it enough to kill it. You gotta, um, yeah, because then it turns, it rolls into a ball and comes at you, and then it's invincible. Yeah, you have to just jump over it, and then once you've jumped over it, it lands again, and then shoots out another volley of spikes that yeah. you have to avoid. The best, my only good strategy with some of them is if you can just slide in right away and jam on the shadow blade because it'll destroy the, the spikes as well as hit it. So will your pea shooter. Your pea shooter will destroy his spikes. Right, right. I just you can't shoot enough to hit him with if it. If they're elevated, you can get it through. I don't know. I, I was able to kill most of them, but without them rolling at me. Mm-hmm. But you can't get them all. No. Uh, and then you also have these like giant cannons yeah. throughout the level. They're not that hard to fight, but it's really annoying because they lob a giant ball. Yeah. And they lob it wherever you are as they've shot. These guys are a one-hit kill for the Shadow Blade. So they're very easy. To, yeah, you can just bing, oh. bing. Like, I don't even think I saw them shoot once. Well, I think this is my second or third level right. in the game, so I don't have that. Hey, man, it makes sense because, again, the Rush Jet is worth its weight in gold. Yeah, I think this is my... It's either my second or third one. It should be. Uh, second, maybe. I, either way, I do know that I really hate those things. Yeah. Because I don't have that. And they take a good well, six or seven hits. So you're avoiding at least two, if not three, of those big balls. And but, there's a weird thing in the background where it kind of looks like the top half of one of those giant met hat things or hard oh, hat guys. I always think that like there is a giant one that's going to rise up out of the ground yeah. that you're going to have to fight. You never do. Nope. It is it is very confusing, and I think that exact same thing every time I see them. It is a robo-red herring. It is. Now, you know, towards the middle end of this level, you're going to realize another reason why you have that slide power. Yes. And that is to get under these new form of spikes. Yeah, they're like a telescopic spike that folds out of the ceiling and retracts. 
But the weird part is, is like they are at the end of a sliding tunnel. Yeah. So it's like you got to go and then reverse back. Kind so of. <laughs> you may not have remembered like me that you can reverse your slide. If you are sliding in a corridor uh, that is only big enough to slide through, you can reverse your slide at any point. And it's pretty responsive. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you're going to need to at certain points just to avoid being, you know, you got to slide over far enough to trigger that spike to come down and then buy some time by, high, you know, heading left and then come back. Yeah. Not too rough, though. No. There is one hiding on some jumps towards the end. Well, they're not. And they're not like one hit kills. So it's, no. it's forgivable. Now, the last part of the level is all climbing. And you got to, quote, avoid some of those porcupines. I always get hit by the first one. Right. Uh, I'm not really sure how you get around it. You know, I'm sure there is a way. At the very top, of course. Why not? There's another one of those red robots guarding the door. And this is the one I kill. Okay. Because there's enough hallway after it before the door to the robot room that you can turn around and shoot it for a while. Okay. Uh, It it did not drop anything useful. No. I was really hoping for something, but no. And there you are. You are now at the Needle Man. Yeah, he's a kind of a neat looking guy. I mean... I don't know what kind of theme you have for Needle Man, but... He has a, a crown of needles atop his head. Yeah, he doesn't have a mouth either, does he? Uh, or does he have like a grill or something? Or I don't know if that's his mouth or his belly area. It's hard to tell. I mean, he's just one of the more inhuman looking bosses. Definitely. And, you know, one of the harder ones. Because the laser is what he is weak against. Yes. And like we mentioned earlier, this is a very tall room. And if you miss... You're just weaponless for a good five seconds. Well, I, I had the Gemini laser when I fought him yeah. since I waited so freaking long. And um, I was able to like, I was able to hit him once on the ground and I shot another one. And since he does jump really high, mm-hmm. I was able to, he caught him in the air. And oh, then wow. And he was coming at me. Like I was able to kill him. I think it's only three or four hits. Like I thought he was actually going to land on me. And then right as he was, you know, cresting, a laser beam bounced off the corner and pegged him in the air. I, I was like, man. Someone, of a fool might believe I planned that, but I'll accept it. <laughs> well, if you're Nick, that was your final boss encounter. Now it's time to take it to Dr. Wiley, right? You're going straight to his levels. That's what you might think, but you're wrong. Oh, yeah, dead wrong, because, uh, well, now there's a new mechanic. There is a robot that Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley had built together to test various platforms. Okay, I don't know where... Yeah, because I didn't This see is backstory, this. I think, that comes from the comics. I don't know. Okay. And instead of going to fight Dr. Wily's uh, crazy levels and mini-bosses, you are going back to the levels you were already in. Yeah, well, four kind of them. Of. Yeah, and you can see at the stage select, like, the borders for their little portraits kind of crumble, and there's this mysterious-looking evil robot face there kind of and you know you can, and he's a cool cool robot yeah and you can go to any one of these four levels and uh, revisit them and you know where did you go first uh i i went to the gemini man one first i believe at least that's what i wrote down so i'm sticking to it although right. really i mean these are all kind of interchangeable you're not getting anything in them that'll help you with the other ones correct and you know are there what is the differences when you go back through it uh, I mean, the levels are shorter and slightly different, you know, like in this one in Gemini Man, there's some of those big, the red and blue blocks have like cracks in them and those little spider bots or whatever will come crawling out of them mm-hmm. and attack you. But you're going to be encountering all of the same types of enemies. Yeah. For, yeah, for the most part. Yes. I mean, there may be some missing, but you're not going to be, you're not going to be encountering anything new. 
And this one's nice because much like the Gemini main stage before with all those eggs, those are a great place to mine for power-ups. Mm-hmm. Now, halfway through the level, you are going to encounter this weird robot. Yeah, you'll go into a boss room and it's just a weird looking, I mean, it's pretty cool looking. It's got like a skull face kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Some tubes coming to his head. But then you see the shadowy specter of a foe from the past descending into its body. And this is my favorite thing about this game. Yeah. If you didn't know it was coming, man, you would just be blown away. Because the robot that's descending is Mega Man 2 boss, Flash Man. Yeah, this uh, this blew my mind uh, when I was young because then it really was like, well, I don't have the quick boomer or the time stopper i don't have any of these you know i don't have the the weapons i would use against him in the real game so what do i do now it's like you have to re you know figure it all out again but on the plus side this boss and all the ones you will encounter from this point on do have a weakness to some degree yeah and they all pretty faithfully mimic their own previous patterns correct and since this is Flashman, he is weakest against uh the gemini laser and the needle cannon yeah, and I used the needle cannon on him. Me too. Pretty much. Ex- I would just wait in the corner and gunned him down when he got close. Well, it's easier to use because there's no misfires like there is with the Gemini laser. And especially and in a room, yeah, a room like this, it's not, it's not made for the Gemini laser at all. No. Now, you defeat this boss, kind of, because you haven't killed this guy. Right. He teleports away. Yes. And then the door opens, and you just keep going on. Yep, more uh, red and blue Gemini land. Now, you're given a, a large uh, energy thing. Is that correct? Yeah, there's one, like, in the next room every after every one of the, you know what I mean, these guys. Okay. And this is another area where you get to use that uh, Rush Marine. Yep. But then at the very end of the level, who's there, Nick? Well, it's Bubble Man. So the spirit of Bubble Man downloads into this. Uh, Which is somewhat appropriate. There's a level, you know, water parts to this level. Super robot. Yes, there is. And he is weak against the Shadow Blades. Yeah, yeah. I think the spark might work too, but I always use a shadow blade. It's way easier to hit him. Definitely. Easy Not too hard. Man. No. Don't, don't even have to jump. <laughs> Not at all. And he's dead. Takes you right back to that center um, Mega Man level, the stage select screen. Now you have only three options. Yes. So to follow up, where did you go next, Nick? Uh, I went to Needleman Part 2. Now, Needleman Part 2 does have a few things that are different. Yeah, it's not too bad, but, no, but you know, it's physically the map is different, of course. Of course. And halfway through, you're going to have to fight. Oh, this is Airman. Our old friend Airman. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing you might want to notice is that their attacks are not exactly the same as they were. They're they're close. But, but not exactly. Yeah, this guy's pattern, which I thought would be easier because now you can slide under tornadoes, but... Uh, it's too tough, I thought, reliably. Yeah, it's a different pattern than it was the first time. But luckily for us, he does have a weakness. The spark shock. Yeah, I. they say magnet works too. I didn't mess with it because, you know, I, I actually died here trying to beat him. And I was like, you know, trying to jump and taking all these hits. So I just, the next time I went in, I just slid through his first tornado and ran up to him and just started gunning him down with a spark. And yeah, take a it. hit and just unload. Yeah, because I, right through the next door, you're going to get healed. Yep. And... You're going to have to keep moving on to a mini boss you may not have been expecting. Yeah, it's a giant uh, hard hat met tool thing. Yeah, and if you hate those little ones, well, don't worry, because this big guy, his weak spot's open the whole time. Yeah. Well, and you know, this is Needleman, right? So maybe these are the uncovered ones that we saw the top of earlier. And oh. You know what I mean? 
I think you're. I think that could be it. It could be. I don't know. These guys are really easy. Yeah. You can just shadow blade diagonally and peg him right in the forehead. Yeah. So um, this level has one of the, I think, the worst part of this game, where you have an extended rush jet uh, section. Uh, you have to. It's the only way to get across. There's no way to walk or jump yourself. And like there are some power ups on the way, which you you have to get at least one or two of them. Yeah. Well. Um. So I went through this once and got them all and uh, died. And I and I was you know that's when I came back and I was like, geez, I don't know what to do. And so the second time when I came back, you know, if you just fly to the top of the mm-hmm. screen, you're almost always safe. Yeah. And just keep hopping. And it, actually, you can make it all the way across the whole thing without ever having to come down and get the power ups. As oh, long really? as you stay in the air, you know, while you're jumping, while you're in the air, it's not draining the battery. So you can make it across in one full charge if you do that, because it saves you time dodging the parachute guys and the mosquitoes. Right. And, uh, you know, my advice before I understood that was to just make sure you get the first two or three. And that way you don't have to get that one towards the end that you have to do the crappy slide yeah, well, to get. Well, th- that's the thing. is like I stopped to get them all, and I started thinking. And I was like, man, I don't even – I feel like you use most of the energy you gain just trying to fly down to grab it. So just keep on moving. And then at the very end of this level, there he is, guys, our old friend, Crash Man. Yeah, he's a little easier this time around, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I was like, well, he's you know he's very weak against the the hard knuckle. Now that's what makes this uh fight a little challenging is you know the slowness of that hard knuckle. But this guy is not that mobile. No, I mean while he does jump around, they're kind of in fixed spots. So it's like just plant yourself by one and only shoot the hard knuckle when he's right next to you. So it'll just appear and he'll take the hit instantly. Yeah, and it only takes three or four hits and he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Done. You're done with this bonus. Well. You're done with this extra level. You've got two left. Next up, Shadow Man. Shadow Man it is. Now, in the Shadow Man Redux stage, uh, you know, you still got that lava in the background. Mm-hmm. You do have uh, some more spikes you got to deal with that you didn't have to before. Yeah. But, you know, it's more of the same. You're going to have the blackout portions. They are a little trickier this time. Um, Yeah, this, this is where uh, you have those platforms that split in half when you... Mm-hmm. Uh, jump on them, which can be kind of tricky, or you can just rush, rush, rush jet. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And then later, uh, there's a point where they have those, they have those platforms and the grenade guys. Or mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if you're in the rush jet, you can just fly up and kill those light bulbs, and it's easy peasy. That is the only way to do it, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, halfway through this stage, though, you're gonna see well, hard man's best friend, <laughs> Woodman. Yes, sir. This was the one I really noticed the difference in attacks. His yeah. leaf shield is is just not not the same leaf shield. Th- okay, the I, uh, sprites that are just different. They're a little bigger and weirder. Okay, I can. Yeah. And I couldn't reasonably jump. I couldn't reasonably uh, dodge them like I could in Mega Man Two. Yeah, I I didn't. I quickly just gave up and was like, all right, slide through this thing and just start needle cannon. Yep, needle him away. Yeah, I mean, because you know, in uh, two, I would always jump over his. You know, leaf attack. This one, I could not get that at all. Right. Well, and it's like, I never got that great at fighting him in two because you could kill him in one hit with the heat ray. So, you know, the fully charged uh, yeah. or atomic fire. I'm sorry. So I would just be like, take a hit, run up, get, and it's over. Yeah. Now, this corridor, you got some of those annoying uh, ball and chain throwing guys. Big jerks. You know, more of these annoying parachute guys later on. And this area does really suck because you have all those spikes at the top. And... Weird platforms underneath, mm-hmm. but again, rush jet, just rush jet through here. Yes, don't don't worry about anything. Stay yeah. stay close to the bottom <laughs> yeah. and go fast. 
Uh, other than that, you know, this level is not too bad. And at the very end, I think uh, our favorite looking boss from yeah, the second game. One of them. Good old Heat Man. Heat Man. And, you know, this is another Shadow Blade special. Yeah, yeah. Um, The top spin works really well as well, even though it's hard to aim at him. Right. I just use the Shadow Blade. Because I'm going to want to jump over that, that flame attack he does. Right. And, I mean, yeah, look, he'll do some pretty decent collision damage, so using the top uh, spin is pretty risky because you have to get hit to use it, essentially, if mm-hmm. unless he's jumping at you, which he barely does. He just turns into fire. So Shadow Blade it is. Well, you defeated those two more forms, and that leaves you only one more choice. And and it's a return to Sparkman's level. Good old Sparkman. Now, this version of Sparkman's level looks very similar to the last. Yeah, I mean, like all of them, it's a little busted up. Yeah. Uh, the new thing is that there are now obstacles in the conveyor belts in the background. Okay, yeah. And you have these little rolling platforms that mm-hmm. rotate around. Um, and they kind of spin you. Yep. Um, they're they're not too hard to. You have a few seconds to jump and time it, so it's not uh, undoable. And you've got rush jet if you can't deal with it. Right. You know, just make sure you fill that thing up. <laughs> Lots more trash. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to be using it a lot. Uh, yes, you are. Now, again, uh, you have to climb up some areas. There are those things, but these are all areas that you can just rush jet, rush jet right through, man. Just make sure you use your jumping ability on there so you're not wasting too much fuel. Yeah, exactly. And sooner than later, you're going to find yourself fighting good old Metal Man. Yeah, he might be one of the easiest one of these guys. Yeah, uh, did you use the magnets on him? I did. Because that makes all the sense in the world. It really does. <laughs> I mean, he is a Metal Man. Why not shoot the magnets at him? Yep. And they take him out so quick. Well, and it's like he doesn't have a conveyor floor like he used to. Yeah, so there's no danger. So I like, um, and I... I Kind of took your advice where I was like, just don't move and he won't come forward and you can just blast away with your magnet missiles and they'll just, you know, as soon as they get to his latitude, they'll come up and hit him and well, you're free to jump the buzzsaws. Yep. And then once you go through uh, his door, you get another little blast from the past of uh, Mega Man 2. Yeah. And that is a falling section that is lined with spikes. That's right. This time it's not so easy. But it's way easy compared to Mega Man 2. Oh, yeah. You just go left a little bit, and that's it. it. It's only like three screens long. Yeah, not hard, not hard. Now, at the bottom, you have these uh, spark walls that block your path. Mm -hmm. But uh, you just have to wait for the right timing and jump through them. Those guys are a little tricky because it's like, not only do you have to wait for the right timing on them, I I guess we didn't mention them in the first Sparkman level, but it's like the spikes appear, but they move left and right. So it's like, not only do you want to time it right with the, the electricity, but you also want, ideally, to time it when they're moving towards you so you can actually clear them to jump over them because, you know, the emitters will hit you as well. Right. And then after that is that part you talked about earlier where the, like, uh, trash piles or whatever land. Yeah, and yeah. You, you have to break them and slide through. Yeah, which is a little tricky, but it's doable. It is. And directly after that, your final boss from yes. the second game, good old Quick Man. Yes. And, uh... He's not that tough. I used the spark on him, I think. Okay. Uh, official, um, not official, but according to uh, the website I used, it's Gemini Laser Time. Yeah, I um, I remember trying it because I was like, I think I can hit him with it, you know, before uh-huh. he jumps. But he does move around, and if you miss one shot, then you're just stuck for That a is the worst downside of that thing. Sadly, you don't get the quick boomerang when you destroy him. But what you do get 
is so much nicer. When you come back to your level select menu, there's a new option. Yeah, it's Breakman, who is apparently Proto-Man. I don't know if it's like a version of him, like a I clone. I think it's a translation error, because there are also times in the game where they refer to Dr. Light as Dr. Wright. Yeah, and it's hard to tell. Uh, but I feel like, I don't know if I read it in the game, but where they're like Proto-Man clones. So I'm like, maybe these were versions of it that Dr. Wily you know, built and sent after you. This one looks different. His face is different. Okay. Because he has that, like, visor on, but he acts just the same. And I'd say the technique is not different for fighting him. Just as easy. It's just, you know, there's no level. You just drop into this little boss room. Kind of looks like it's from uh, Hard Man's stage. Yeah. And, you know, it's an easier area to fight in than some of the other places you've been. It's not as easy as the totally flat one, but this should not offer much of a challenge. No. And once you have defeated him, now... The path to Wily Mountain opens up. Yes, the wild, the Skull Castle is open for business. So you begin your ascent with the Wily Fortress, stage one. Yes, and I, I like the very beginning scenes because they're pretty reminiscent of the uh, first Wily stage in Mega Man 2. Yeah, you have to use some of your uh, special powers from the Rush, a la using the items in the second one. There's some more of those top belly guys. <laughs> yeah, there's another little area you get to use your Rush Marine. And one of the things about these levels is that there is plenty of places to power up if you need to and refill tanks. Yeah, so you really want to keep an eye on certain things, rush jet, um, other weapons that you want to, like, if you get stuck later, you can really, you know, it can save you a lot of trouble. You definitely want to have your hard knuckles because there are these special walls in these levels that are green uh, much like the crash bomb, they can only be destroyed by the hard knuckle. Yeah, although and they didn't introduce them until now, correct? I'm pretty sure they yeah. did not exist till now. And they, you know, hide all kinds of treasures. Uh, yeah, energy tanks, free men, you name it. This is where I got most of my energy tanks in the game. Yeah, it seems like they are definitely stacked more towards the Wily stages than any other part. And I thank them because I use them all. Yeah, uh, you kind of have to. Now, the boss of this area is... Uh, a weird robot. Yeah. The claw machine. Yeah, that emits turtles. Yes, that's <laughs> the weirdest part of all. It dispenses turtles at you. Well, it's like you're underwater and these like jets from the side are, you know, emitting these little swirl water swirls that will mm. hurt you, I guess. I don't know. I and then, you know, you just dodge those little uh, you know, whirlpools. From time to time he emits this little robot turtle that will come down and and swim towards you. And you don't actually have to attack him. You don't attack the robot. No. It's, it's just the turtles that come out. How many turtles is it? I think it's four, five. Uh, it's they're very easy. Uh, the shadow blade tears them up pretty quick. They do speed up the more you kill them, but this this might be the easiest boss in the game. I thought. Oh yeah, and you know it's a nice little rest because uh, next level you're not going to have such a nice time. Level two of Wily Castle. Uh, you know this one is vertical in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, got a techno background, lots of those uh, splitty platforms. Yeah, like trap doors is what I like to call them. And then at the top, you're going to have what you think are those alligators again. Yeah. But you don't. No. They're more hardcore versions. What's the difference? Uh, They just look different. Oh, okay. I I mean, I just, you know, slid past them all and I was like, oh, great, now bees, but... Oh, yeah, plenty of those bees. The bees. Don't worry about that. Uh, And then you are going to have a little rush jet area you're going to have to get through. Mm-hmm. This one is a lot easier than that one before. Yeah, yeah. And there are tons of power-ups that you can just jump off and grab. Yep, Lickety-split. Yep. But it's the boss at the end of this level that really, really gives me a hard time. Yeah, this guy, um, 
He's back from Mega Man One, the big the rock monster. I've uh, seen him called Yellow Devil. That's what I know him as. Yellow Devil Mark Two. Yeah, this guy, I mean Is it just a long, long fight? It's a slow fight because your window of opportunity to hit him is pretty small. I can never get more than two hits on. No, that's about with the hard knuckle. Is yep. That, yep. Same here. That's... So you have to use this hard knuckle because that's the only thing that does a lot of damage to him. And uh, by a lot, I mean like three <laughs> or four bars. Yeah, not, it's not, not you're not killing him in a couple hits. It's going to take a little bit. And just like the original, he disassembles himself into tiny parts and then they move across the stage from one side to the other. And you have to dodge those pieces as yeah. they move. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. In some ways, it's easier than Mega Man 1 because you can slide now. Yeah. And once the first wave where he's coming from off screen from behind you, that's the hardest because mm-hmm. you can't see where they're coming till they're already flying. But when he's actually coming apart, you can kind of see which square is going to come at you. Yeah. And then you never have to dodge the ones in the very top or the second level. Yeah. Unless you want to use your rush jet like a real numbskull. But otherwise, this is just a, a war of attrition. You're just going to give him two hits and then wait it out and then yeah it's like you, you've even got to kind of time it too because when you see that last block coming over it's like that's when you want to jump and shoot the hard knuckle because it'll take it a little while to get there and there's nothing worse than only getting one hit on it before he uh you know comes apart again it just you know it's going to take longer and longer and longer it just takes way too long it's tough but you can do it i, I actually only died here once but it was just very frustrating yeah it is very frustrating you know, especially because once you beat it, you beat it. You don't get anything cool. You don't get a new item. Yeah. You just get to move on to Wily Fortress, stage three. And, you know, stage three, you're going to feel a little deja vu. Yeah, it was pretty similar looking. Yeah, this is a uh, pseudo-techno-y area. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of the uh, grenade guys, the light switch areas. Yep, yep. This level is more going up and down, up and down. It really winds around a lot. And you're going to fight a couple of those giant red jumping robots. And by fight, I mean run away from. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. You do get to a, an interesting new area with these uh, sliding platforms that come left and right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I first saw them, I was like, oh, crap, this is going to be tough. But it was actually really easy. I was like, if you just keep jumping fast, like, I, I didn't die once at them. No, you can just tear right through that area. Yeah, it, it looks way worse than it is. Definitely. Well, mainly because there are spikes lining every area of the room. So you think it's extra deadly? Yeah. You just take your time, though, and you can make your way through it. Not a problem. Yep. And then at the very top, you have a boss you've never fought before. In the Mega Man universe. Yeah. Yourself. Yes. It's a trio of uh, Mega Man clones. Kind of a lazy mini boss. Yeah. Um, they didn't even give them any different like, colors. Like, I wish they were like green Mega Man yeah, or something. Something. But, uh, yeah, um, two of them are fake, and they're on three platforms, and they switch places. So you have well, to it's like they all disappear. Out. Yeah. And then when they reappear... They've switched spots. So you don't know which one is which. Um, so basically your best technique is to, as they're disappearing, try to get to the top. Yeah, because then, then you can just fall down faster to figure out. Um, and I, if you do ever get the one right away that's next to you, oh man, you can just tear into that guy and take off about half its health. Well, if you have the top spin, you can kill him in one hit. But I was not able to figure out in time. You know yeah, what I mean? I was going to say, I don't know if I could get on him but, that, that well. The search snake will kill him in about four hits, so that's what I used. Okay, once I figured out, and it's actually kind of useful here because you're like, it'll just—they're not jumping. 
I just used the pea shooter because I never knew if I was going to be hitting the correct one or wasting any ammo. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. I did not have too much trouble with it. Gotcha. Well, once you have destroyed yourself three times over, you get to move on to the final Wily Fortress stage. Yes, and uh, it starts in a kind of a sewery looking area. Yeah, it definitely uh, changes things up. It's, it does not look like any other part of the game so far. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you will get to meet um, some new creatures where they're like the trash heap monsters. Well, according to some things I've read, they are like uh, prototypes of other robots. Oh, okay. That you're supposed to be fighting. Okay, fair enough. So, you know, I don't know. They're not very tough, really. Uh, no. They just kind of fall down from the ceiling and then... You know, none of this level is that tough, to be honest with you. No, and it's pretty short. Yes, because... Really, it's just making your way to that wonderful chamber. Yeah, we're back. Of eight teleporters. Yes, and you know that means it's boss rush time. Yep, one by one, you must now rush through the bosses. And just like in Mega Man 2, once you've defeated a boss, you are rewarded with a large health pellet. Yes, and they're, you know, same as before, except now you should have everything they're weak against. And if you don't know, then... Um, you can always use their own weapon because that is a pretty good place to start usually. Yeah, oddly enough, everyone's weapon does a lot of damage to them. So, you know, if you don't know, do that. If you do know, most of these bosses will be a breeze. Yes. And if you're doing it right, you should be leaving each encounter with more health than you went in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, this is where you, like, health back up. Yeah. So, we're not going to go through each one of these guys. We've already done it. Yeah, rewind, lazies. You destroy them one by one, you know, whatever your preference is. Personally, I like to take the ones I think will be the hardest first. So that way I can regain my health from the easier ones as I go through. I just, yeah, I mean, that's about the only way to do it. I mean, because it doesn't matter. It's not like you need, you already have all the weapons. Yeah. And then when you have fought and destroyed all eight of them, then this door on the far right side opens up. And who do you think's inside? Bowser. No. It's no one. No, it's empty. It is empty, and at the end of it is another teleporter. Yeah, so you head up there. And when you go through it, dun-dun-dun. Yeah, you're not The map extends one more spot. So once you've teleported in, you start in a little room that is full of goodies. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like two energy power-ups and two mystery tanks, right? Correct. So you can get a little something here. Um, I... You know, you, you want to charge up whatever your your weapons you need for the final battle, but and move on to Doctor Wily. Round one, he is in a very crazy tank thing. Yeah, it's like a piston legged crab bot looking yeah. thing. Like I don't know. It is so weird. Uh, you know, it walks forward by lifting one, like you know, like you said, piston leg. It's like it's walking on pins or something. Yeah, and then, and then it'll. But it goes up slow enough that you can go underneath them. That's yeah. the key. Yeah, and it, it'll uh, you know, it'll slam down if you get underneath. It starts off, there's a turret underneath that you can blow up. Which you need to do right away. Yeah, and that was a very easy one. Um, I was able to nail it like almost every time with the spark shot really fast. And the spark shot just tears right through it. Yeah, it only takes maybe four hits. Okay. And uh, But it does do that weird you know, glowing energy ball that d- spirals out towards you. Those can be kind of tricky to dodge, but there's usually only one or two on the screen by the time the gun's destroyed. Now, the hard fist also works really well against it. Okay, yeah. So if you've got the time, you can use that. But I wouldn't because you want to save that hard fist. 
Yeah, it's um, that's what you want to use against the you know cockpit or whatever that opens up. So once you've destroyed that uh, thing underneath, of course the cockpit opens and you can see Doctor Wiley in there. Mm-hmm. You know, rocking his machine. Use that hard knuckle. Boom! It only takes like four or five. Yeah. Um. So did you just try to time it like jump and shoot so that when mm-hmm. he would come down, you know, when he tries to slam down, it'll hit him? Or because I had a lot of trouble hitting him with this because you know normally when he's walking, it was like. I, I couldn't get high enough to hit him. Uh-huh. So I just ran underneath him and started shooting straight up with the shadow blade. Okay. I had to use an energy tank from taking damage, but I was like, I can't hit him with this, so I'm just going to blast away. I didn't have any trouble. And I did wait for him to come down, and that's when I, I would shoot. I was felt. I was just, I mean, screwing it up, I guess. I, it, the, it, he would always move back up before my fist would get to him. I wasn't timing it right. Well, you weren't fool. <laughs> and whether you use the fist... Whether you use the shadow blade, this is uh, not too hard of a first form. No. Come on. None of you thought this was Dr. Wily's final form. No. And it's not. He escapes. And then in the next area, you know something's going down because you are given a free man, a bunch of uh, power-ups across the board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this says to me, watch out. No, there's a big, yeah, and then you get the classic uh, boss room, anti-chambered hallway. Yeah, very classic. But on the other side, you have a giant final boss. Yeah, it's like a giant, it's like the shoulders and head of a giant mech kind of looking thing. According to lore, this robot was built by both Dr. Light and Dr. Wily together. Maybe this is what they were, their peacekeeping project? I think it was. But uh, it's no longer keeping the peace. It's turned on you. Yeah, and it's got a little, I mean, it just has this little blue robot thing that's shooting at you on top of the head. It's pretty lackluster for a second form. Um, this is even easier than the, like, I just jumped up on that platform and you can shoot him with like four hard knuckles and it'll die. And I mean, this thing's shooting at you, but not very accurately. It's very easy to dodge them and just pop up and blast one. And then once it's destroyed, it's not over, of course. No. Dr. Wiley and his little flying ship comes yeah. down and completes the head. It's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then now you can see like, what's it like, arm fists come in from the side or... Yes, yes. I, don't, I never saw it. Another platform appears above the one that you're on. Yeah. So I and just... then you run up, do your top spin through his face, and one hit, and it's gone. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, too, because you're just like... Choo, 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 choo. I was like, that's that's it? That's it. It's extremely, extremely satisfying. Well, you've beaten Dr. Wily yet again. But, oh no, as this place is falling apart... Debris crushes both you, Mega Man, and Dr. Wily. Yeah, they're like those trash cubes come slamming down. But a mysterious figure saves you from your pile, and you wake up in Dr. Light's office. Yeah, yeah. So did you interpret that as like a shadowy proto-man? Like, because he looked different, kind of? I just interpreted it as as him in the shadows. Yeah. Because as Nick just spoiled it for you, you Uh. were saved (laughs) by proto-man. Yeah, which... Why would he save you, Nick? Well, because you find out that he's your brother. That's right. Oddly enough, Proto-Man was the first robot built by Dr. Light. Dun-dun. And one of the things I like about this little office of Dr. Light's is on the back, you can see where it's like his computer and it says IBN. <laughs> it's like the brand. I was like, hey. Nice. Um, so, yes, it turns out that Proto-Man is your brother. And you are treated to a nice little scene where you get to see all of the original robots and yeah. why they were built. Yeah, they have like a function descriptor. Oddly enough, two of them were built for the forestry industry. Yeah. But you get Roll, who was a housekeeping robot. Now, did they mention her in this game before? That she was in it ever? Yeah. Like, it's not, there were certain things they referred to when they're like, he took 
Dr. Wily took the gamma. And I'm like, the what? This was not mentioned in the manual or in the game at all. Like, I feel like there's a cutscene that didn't make it or something. Maybe. But after Roll, you get to see Mega Man was built to be an assistant. Yeah. To Dr. Light. Yeah. But then, of course, there was Proto Man built first. And as you think about him, you see his face (laughs) weirdly kind of see-through in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Because along the way, you're walking along um, to the side. You can see them, some you know pretty good-looking grass and you know, trees and mountains in the background. And then you get to the end, and, and you look up to the skies. And there he is, smiling down on you, Mr. Protoman. Just, he's next to Mufasa. And uh, you get a full list of credits, although they are fake names. Yeah, yeah. Like Enough in, King or whatever. That's what KG Enough Uni. Yeah. yeah. And then at the very end, a simple presented by Capcom. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't even throw you back to the start screen. You got to hit select. I, I let it run for a while to see if there's anything else, and there is not. There is not. But hey, it is a pretty fitting ending to the third Mega Man game. Yes, sir. All right, Nick, here we are in the review portion of our podcast. And as you know, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which scores across four categories. Each category has the possibility of receiving a score from zero to five. Starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Okay, um, I gave it a 3.5. Well, I had given Mega Man 2 a 5.0. I, I couldn't find my notes, for, so I couldn't remember, but Jeez, I... I wonder where you could find out what you gave it. I, like maybe by listening to one of our old podcasts? I hate that podcast. <laughs> well, anyways, I gave it a 4.0 because these graphics are near perfect. Yeah, they're, they're good, and um, I like the... For the most part, the designs are all pretty cool. Yeah, I think every enemy is at least interesting to look at. I, uh, the reason I didn't give it that high is honestly because of the music. It's... Okay, and I agree. I said uh, the sprites for the bosses, the mini bosses look great. The backgrounds are cool. The sound effects are rocking. The problem for me is the same. Like, the music's not bad, it's just not that memorable. Like, the first one casts such a long shadow of really catchy, awesome. Are you tunes. reading my notes? Because <laughs> uh, literally, I just said the effects and music are are as good as two, just not as catchy. It's not bad, it's just... It's just not as catchy. It's it's not bad at all, though. That's the thing. It's still good music. It just yeah. doesn't... I'm not going to be listening to this music in my personal time. Yeah, agreed. Next up is Play Control, Nick. Um, I gave this a 3. I gave it a 3.5. Okay, I think... Uh, I mean, the real big difference is the slide. And it's a good thing. Like, Mega Man always handled the stuff pretty well. The, the weapons are all, you know, effective and easy to use. Yeah, the only reason I did not give this as high a score as I gave the last one is because I felt like there was more asked of you in a lot of the jumping situations that I was not, uh, I did not think Mega Man was equipped for. In some areas, yeah, I mean, I tried this. A wise man will just skip them all <laughs> with the rush jet. But. Yeah, but you're not always going to have that opportunity. And, uh, you know, I always like to judge these games based on your skill set and what they ask of that skill set. And I felt like in this one, they were just asking a little too much. Fair enough. All right. Now we come to the challenge category. And I know we're going to have different opinions Uh, on this one. Okay. Well, you go first. 
I give it a whopping 4.5. Okay. I thought it was pretty hard. There there are some very hard sections in um, a lot of levels. Agreed. Uh, you know, I said I played this game about an hour every night. A lot of that time was just repeating areas that drove me nuts. Well, I like, um, you know, okay, I'll start off. I gave this a three for challenge because, like I said, there are some pretty tough parts. But I was, uh, once I wisened up, I was like, I can skip most of them with the rush jet. And, like, none of these bosses are very tough at all. You know, even Mega Man 1 or 2, you can kind of say the same thing. But, like, even the, the wily bosses, like, compared to the dragon... Okay, I will say these you know, wily bosses are a lot easier, but their levels are definitely harder. Yeah, but they're also like half as long as the previous ones. So I'm like, while well, they're tough, they're so short that I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I I respect your review, sir. I'm not uh, trying to change it. But you know what? I think I think I agree with you, and I'm I'm going to revise that down to a to a lowly 4.0. <laughs> Fair enough. And our final category here is theme and fun. Yes. What did you give this game, Nick? I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. Nice. Uh, you know, I said this game is pure fun. Uh, it is everything you want in a Mega Man game. It is way longer than what I was expecting. Yeah. yeah so there's it. more of it. A lot more levels. And, you know, as far as theme goes, some of the levels didn't make as much sense. Right. But a lot of them were spot on and had a little extra going on, like the one where you start outside and then move into the tunnels, sure. into the caves. And, I mean, they... they brought a lot of new like the trap doors the magnetic areas the uh the rising platforms like there's some uh neat new stuff that wasn't in Mega Man 2 and i my favorite thing is that you know instead of there just being every boss has one weakness they all have two or even some that may not they may not be super weak too but they're still better than your pea shooters so you can get something out of it like instead of it being like a wheel it's like a web yeah there's definitely a lot more options of how you want to go through this game and the other thing I really liked about the theming of this game is that I felt a lot of the levels had enemies that were theme appropriate or matched their boss. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, as in the ending, they point out where they're like, the other robots had functions, you know, these guys, I don't know. But, it, you know, in the, you know, while there is a little more of a story, I guess, than in Mega Man 2, which I give them props for, um, you know, they, they point out that these guys are just, they're just causing trouble. You know, they're not like robots that were meant to do something and then went crazy. Mm. So... But since the manual barely touches it and the game doesn't get into the story much, I can't, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's really going on. Hey, I'm not here for the story. I'm just here for all these <laughs> crazy weapons. And most of them are a lot of fun. So, Nick, my final question to you is, should you play this game? Yes, you should play this game. It's a lot of fun and it's easy. Um, you know, I said, of course, it's still a great game. And, uh, you know, everything about this game is good. I feel that perhaps the way we've talked about it makes us feel it seem like we don't enjoy it as much as many games, but it just has a much higher standard to hold to. And, you know, most importantly, you can't argue about which game is better, two or three, until you've played them both. That's true. And while you, like you just mentioned, there's a divide where this is considered to some people, you know, having just played it, you know, I, I personally still like Mega Man 2 better, but... I can see where the other side is coming from. There are a lot of things that were added to it. They're both very good. I think it's unquestionably one of the two best NES Mega Men. Right. On paper, this should be my favorite Mega Man. But the parts just don't come together all the way and gel to make that perfect game. Right. But it, to me, Mega Man 2 almost is. Very close. 
Next week's game will be Rock and Roll Racing for the Super Nintendo. So grab a controller, find a copy of this game any way you can, and play along, Cartridge Commandos. And remember, folks, if there's anything big we missed or anything we got wrong, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll talk about it in the future. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Twitter at CartCommand. You can like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. You know how to subscribe to this show. Do it. But more importantly, tell one of your friends that likes classic gaming. Get them listening. Play the same game so you guys can talk about it and then discuss what we discussed. And of course, thank you so, so much to all of our supporters on Patreon. It's you guys that make this show possible. And, you know, we'd love to have more of you supporting us. Remember, Patreon is international. You can donate to us from Germany, from Sweden, from Australia. You know, we know there's some of you guys out there listening around the world. Throw us a buck or whatever the heck you call it in your land, too. But, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! Yeah, yes. <clears throat> okay, sorry. I don't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>